Andrew Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Moyles. I'm James the Jasper Stewart. And I'm Muss. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we are hunting Great Roggy. Ruggy are bird wyverns that travel in packs that are led by largest and most toxic member. Be careful when one raises its head and its poison sack expands. That signals that it's about to spit a cloud of poisonous mist. Cursed hunting ground. Those who set foot there never again are found. For when the bird wyvern comes and unleashes its breath, its virulent poison so it's another pack dinosaur but is it one that you jas and uh, andy have a bit of nostalgia for am i wrong in saying that i mean he's certainly a nice boy from the uh the he's, old games he's in three ultimate right wasn't he so he wasn't he wasn't in try i don't think oh. i think he got added the three ultimate. I could be well. remembering wrong, like that kind of time, the try and the ultimate kind of all kind of merges together in my brain. So. No, you're right. You're right. He wasn't in try. There we go. Yeah, three ultimate. See, the problem with the Roggy for me, and I don't know how um, you feel about this one, Luke, as well, is that. He just feels like a slightly souped up, um, what's it, Gendron? Is it Gendron? No, Iodrome. Yeah, that's one, yeah. Hmm. In that he's a big dinosaur and he's poison? Pretty much. I mean, pack dinosaur as well. Um, he doesn't feel that different from the Iodrome. I think his design is really cool in a way that makes him different from the Iodrome. And obviously that slightly bigger size makes him much less annoying to fight. As with all of the greats compared to the drones. I don't know how, um, I like how he looks like in Rise as well. Like he's maybe a little bit more of a kind of sheen, kind of, to make him look. He looks in Rise, at least it looks completely different to like a great baggy. But it was like, it was like it's the same. He was just like, he felt like a brown. Well, not, <clears throat> not only has he got, he's got that big old, uh, he's got that big old poison sack, which is pretty cool. But one of the best things about mm-hmm. it is the fact that I think this is the first thing that you can break that actually does something because if you break his poison sack it like reduces the range or something like that of his uh mm. of his poison attacks so I think he's quite likely to be the first monster that you'll actually encounter where breaking does something mechanically which does set him apart from I think all of the other pack monsters like despite how long um the great azuchi's scythe tail is you can't actually cut that off which might be a little bit surprising, but so he's he's got that. Yeah, and the baggy has like. that horn, but I don't think breaking it makes a difference. <laughs> no, it's just, like it's just, just, just makes me sad. It. Like it's like you kind of 
you attack his tail and it kind of flinches him a lot like that's kind of like his weakness rather than it being a break mm-hmm. to kind of change the fit. Well, and he gets it stuck change, in the ground and stuff. Yeah. be odd for him not to do that. Yeah, I, I suppose between the three great dinosaurs they've put in this one, they each teach you something a little bit different. So they do actually work as, you know, initial tutorial monsters. Mm-hmm. Where Izuchi just he does a big attack that you can see and dodge, then Great Baggy introduces you to status effects for the first time, and then Roggy has a status effect and teaches you about breaking parts. So it just as like a gameplay thing, they make sense. But yeah, sometimes just fighting a bunch of dinosaurs in a row can be a bit disappointing. It doesn't really. Yeah, feel... he's, I suppose he's an intro to poison, isn't he? Like that's that's his big thing. Um... And I, I will say, like in terms of the the poison attacks, they are a bit more showy, shall we say, than an iodrome. Who just iodrome, correct me if I'm wrong, just gobs poison at you from afar. Um, whereas Roggy obviously has its mist. Um, well, yeah, a bit more visually appealing than just a bit. Well, not like only gobs. is it visually appealing, it, he it has a big tail and is very obvious to dodge. So if this is the monster that's meant to be teaching you about poison, it's never going to catch you off guard like when Arathian like suddenly does a somersault and gets you. Yeah. So it introduces you to the the status in a way that isn't too frustrating because once it gets you once, basically never going to get you again if you pay attention. Yeah. I feel like when he does like these poison like cloud attacks, I think he's doing it to try and kind of he also uses it to disguise like some of his like shoulder tackle type moves. Hmm. Like if you're like, like a smoke if you're screen. angled a certain way, like it can like it can catch you like unexpected, like if you're in, in the midst of the poison. I reckon uh, poison in Monster Hunter might be one of the best implementations of poison in in any game. I really I really like it in Monster Hunter because um, to to cure yourself. You have to completely drink the whole antidote. I mean, there are other items you can use later on in the game, but at the start, you have to kind of drink the whole antidote. So you don't get this so much with Great Roggy uh, because his actual attacks don't do all that much damage to you. So your health shouldn't, unless you're very new to sort of action RPGs, your health probably shouldn't really go very low at any point. But poison in Monster Hunter in general, with, with the more difficult monsters, there are these moments where you get these really memorable opportunity cost between should I cure the poison? Should I continue to do a little bit more damage to the monster? Should I quickly swig as much as I can of a mega potion? Because my health is super low. And for me, those are always the most, like, I have a lot of memories of fighting rafts or or other such monsters that have suddenly surprised me with a bit of poison and also previously hit me with a fireball or something. And then my health's really low and I've got to make that split second decision. And I think it's quite nice that you know, Roggy isn't too threatening because it does introduce you not just to um, to breaks, but also to the fact that to treat poison, you actually have to finish the goddamn antidote. You can't just half heal that mm. status element. So I think that's a good touch. And I think as well, the, the rate at which poison decays your health in the Monster Hunter games, or at least in Rise, I don't know if it's any different in any of them, but I feel like it's it's on point. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't personally make any tweaks to it. I don't know how you guys feel about the the status effect. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting point actually because I've always like 
just thinking about how the rate it goes down, like poison isn't that threatening. Like it's not going to, you know, it tank your health suddenly really really quickly. There are more dangerous types of poison, I believe, on like some souped up versions of monsters. Like yeah, yeah, um, definitely deadly poison. Yeah, that's right. Which I suppose, Indian if you Pratian. want to draw Pokemon comparisons, kind of like your toxic or your regular poison. Well, yeah, but, or a dark um, thing as well. Yes, yes. Um, but like you're, you're quite right. What you're saying there, Moss, is that it's maybe not the poison that's the 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 actual depletion of your health for that poison itself isn't the the deadly part. It's mm. the the whole. You know, you're going to have to take a moment and swig an antidote if you want to get rid of this yeah, keep track of it as well like of the another other 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 element of the game as well like that's so easy like taking a miss like as I was just being lazy and the hunt we just done with them and like attacked the poison didn't take any antidotes when you ran away to that second area like I looked at my health and I was like half health like well like that done a fair bit that I didn't expect because I was just being lazy in the hunt well, and that goes the other way as well, because once you start using poison weapons, um, even if you're not necessarily doing a lot of damage to a monster, once you poison it, you know you're always doing just 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it can creep up on you, but I think it can creep up on the monster as well. What monster is it that you want to poison it to like, stop it being really Kishala. annoying? Kishala. Kishala, yeah. I knew there was, a, there was one monster that was but poison was particularly good against. Yeah, he can't use his wind and stuff once he's poisoned. Because that when he's not in rice. <laughs> when Kushala was well, don't get too excited because when Kushala was first introduced, <laughs> the reason the poison worked was it was a um, like a rock scissors paper thing between Kushala, Teostra, and Camellios, and we're getting Camellios. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, means we're also getting Teostra, who I'm a big fan of. So. That. It could not mean that because those two were both in really world good. without Camellios, so true. Poor Camellios. I, like I, I think Rise is set up like to put in a bunch of Elder Dragons. Seems to <laughs> One thing that I do like, I know it's a bit sour on the Roggy as a monster and as a fight. Um, one thing I really do like, though, is the armor <laughs> that you get from from the Roggy, which is uh, f- fantastically cowboy themed. Yeah, it's so. also early game one of the um, the only good gunner armors, so it makes perfect sense that it's a cowboy thing when you become, you know, a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can't figure out what about the Roggy makes it cowboy. <laughs> I was about to say that, like I don't understand <laughs> why they like, thought. They just take that because of his like poison sack, the way it kind of flares out, and it kind of maybe looks like the shape, a silhouette shape of a cowboy hat. Is he often in desert off. areas? No, the first place you meet him um, in sort of dry was the uh, in three ultimate was the flooded forest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and, okay. and same, same in. Uh, this one as well, right? Yeah. Flooded, flooded Forest is flooded forest the main place. I mean, I guess there were cowboys in, in Florida in the swamps. Well, his... Uh, his uh, oh, or is it an Australian cowboy? Maybe. I was just going to say, it's... it's, it's, it's <laughs> you know, like, super excited there. Like, oh, my God! Cowboy, <laughs> my God! I was just going to say, it's... it's, uh, it's 
Its skin tone is the same color as like leather, so I mean it. Yeah, kind mm. of works on that ground. I don't think there's anything so particularly on... cowboyish about it itself, other than that. But that's just me. Although on the cowboy thing, um, you're all playing as male hunters, right? Yes. So you will get to be cool Clint Eastwood cowboy badasses. The female hunter, great Rocky armor, is straight up stripper outfit. <laughs> assless chaps. Basically. It's like a tiny crop top, assless chaps, and a cowboy hat. It looks exactly like the woman who's on the cover of that bikini bikini zombie fighting game. That I remember there was a couple on Wii. I can never remember what it's called. It got some humorous reviews in Endgamer back in the day. Oh, God, I'm, like I'm gonna have to Google like it now, the, and I don't want that on the my size. Of, the size of the cowboy hat's like really small compared to like the male version as well. <laughs> You're not thinking of like Rumble Roses? Or no, like that. I don't remember zombies. On H and One Chanbara, Bikini Zombie Slayers is the game. Oh, okay, yes, I have, I do remember Endgamer talking about that. Yeah. And yeah, the cover is just a woman in a bikini, some chaps, and a cowboy hat. She's basically in the Rocky set with some samurai swords, <laughs> I mean, that's... killing some zombies. That's, you know, a problem indicative to games in general, isn't it? Like, the male armour is usually, you know, armour, and the female armour is usually a fucking stripper outfit. Right, but for the most part, Monster Hunter's not as bad for that, because the female armour has so much variety. One of the reasons I like playing as women in this. Some of it is, yeah, a little bit stripper, but so is some of the men's stuff. Like, Margakuga, everyone's just in fishnets. But then you yep. also get, like, Car- sometimes Car- it looks like armour, sometimes it looks like a cool, like, the one I've got at the moment is like a gothic dress. So yeah, it's a shame that on this particular one, the men's armour is real clothes, and <laughs> the women's armour is not. <laughs> a distinct lack of yeah. clothes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still, it's nice to look at, isn't it? Oh, Jesus. Anything on the name for the Roggy? Well, there was the great Jaggy, but this one's a bit different, so they changed Ja to Ra. But Jaggy was was after Roggy, wasn't it? No. No, before. <laughs> Jaggy was in Try. Was Jaggy in Try? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Jaggy was base, base, great base, base game. First ever monster kind of thing. Yeah, I, yeah, thought, yeah. I thought he was four. No, he was brought oh, back in four, but he's from... Who did you think was the first one in Try? Baggy. No, because he's got a thing. He's sleep. That would have been neat. It's like game just dumps you in the fucking tundra. I say it like, deal with it. You've got no hot drinks. Just deal with it. <laughs> I was trying to Does work out now? if... Does that now? <laughs> Ro means anything in Japanese that could have been, like, relevant. But I don't think it does. The meanings are just, like, six. <laughs> Stuff about boats. Stuff about fireplaces. Maybe they kind of tried to kind of go because of like the the way his neck pops out. It's kind of like a, a frog, but it's like both like a frog type style of the name. But obviously, they're not just going to be so blatant about it, so they just changed it. Yeah, that makes sense. Sometimes, sometimes they use English words in the Japanese name, so that might be the one. Mm. I but I oh, yeah, I think it is just they had Jaggy and then they just changed one character for all the others. Fair. And I don't even know what Jaggy means. 
I don't think there's a special. I don't think there's any real meaning behind those names. I think it's just a fun name for a dinosaur to be called. That line, Roggy. Sounds like it. I don't think I've got much else to say. Nah, I oh, Mas, back when we talked about the Great Izuchi, yeah, you were saying that you get the two confused sometimes. Is that still the case? Uh, no, not anymore. Now? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty much used to them now. I think it was just because they were two monsters I hadn't seen before, and from a distance they've got a similar enough colour palette to where you sort of see them on the horizon, you might mistake one for the other, but up close, they don't really look too similar, and actually their colours are different enough. I think it was just the fact that they were both new to me, whereas now I'm like, yeah, th- no, that's a Rogi, that's a Izuchi. I mean, I thought that was the case when you brought it up, but I thought I'd check in with you. Fair that, enough. You've played, like, crazy, crazy hours of this game, right? Yeah, boy! It's time for the boys to record another podcast. But before then, Andy has a song for us at long last. What song, you ask? Well, now, you see? It's time for Umbrella by Rihanna featuring Jay-Z. But before Andy can belt out Ella, Ella A, he suffers a vicious fall. He's attacked by a beast resembling a dangerous parasol. This bird hates Rihanna and thinks Lady Gaga is the bomb. This isn't no little monster though. This is Acnesom. So join us for that one. That, that was a really... How long you spent doing that? Like, I feel that that had far too much work to go more, into. Most elaborate one, yeah. <laughs> that was That's good, but what was that Disney villain voice you were doing? <laughs> That's the, 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 the voice that they do the English... Well, it's close, it's not really, but it's close no, to it. You were a bit more gravelly than normal. Like. Was I? Okay. Yeah. I was usually a bit more calm. To be. Wait, which Disney villain are you going for to call it a Disney villain? I'm not sure, actually. Yeah. Get your facts right. <laughs> I'm also very impressed you're enjoying these considering <laughs> I finished them and I'm like, that was shit. They're going to hate this. <laughs> there were so many twists and turns in that one. I don't know what you're talking about. That was crazy. Well, thank you. Um, Until then, Luke, until Agnesom, where can we be found? We can be found on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get involved with podcasts, you can find us by searching Monster Mash Podcasts. And if you enjoy this content and you want to help keep it on the internet, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. Just like our number one superfan Marley did, and he actually recently bumped his Patreon donation up to $5 a month, which is like way too much. Why are you doing that, mate? But also, he did it on the episode where we talked about maybe Andy would do Elvis songs. Yes! <laughs> so, I think just this once, if he requests a song, you've got to sing it for him, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting close to the point where I'm at least breaking well, I was locked in anyway that Andy was going to do a song. <laughs> at some point, like, that's what Andy said, like, Oh, as long as I get the money. money. Yeah, you were saying, yeah, like you were. I mean. Alright, well, Marley, drop us a message for what song you want Andy to sing, and we'll sort something out. (laughs) 
But everyone else, don't think you're getting that just for five dollars. It'll be more. This is the most weird specific. Get an early bird special or something like that here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Speaking of Andy, uh, what are they going to be tweeting at Andyman949 us? Right, so send Andy some some inspirational uh, poetry, if you can find it, from Lovecraft. Or, if you can't find any, write a Lovecraftian poem to Andyman949. Thank you. Cool. I thought the established Lovecraft didn't do poems. He might have That's done this. They're, they're going to do the research for us, Andy. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm tired. Well, until then, catch you next time. See ya. Cheerio. I'm so used to editing these that I forget that I have to talk in the real one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, is me editing the podcast. I, I, just, I just expect to hear my own voice. Wait, we're fighting the Roggy first. I thought we were doing... Oh, God. This is going really well this morning, lads. Yeah, you do a... You do a... <laughs> You do a low rank Agnesov while we fight the Roggy, and then <laughs> a low rank Roggy. And then we'll compare notes afterwards, yeah. Yeah, I've really enjoyed the bit where he did a big flame uh, and a big peck. Yeah, that was really good. I got big pecks, mate. I liked the bit where the Roggy turned into an umbrella. That was good. <laughs> Soggy Roggy. <laughs> good one, mate. Ziggy Piggy, Ziggy Piggy! <laughs> that is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Do you know the people? Uh, do you know the two people who do the Ziggy Piggy bit? Do you know who they are? No. Oh, they're like the the, the, um, the writers or the directors or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're the writers of uh, the creators of Bill and Ted. Oh yeah, you could trigger the quest, don't you? It would help. Triggered. Because <laughs> of doing pauses. Oh, you would be, wouldn't you? You're such a poser. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Come along, writes a poem, goes, oh look at me. <laughs> I'm like Lovecraft or Summit, and you're from Essex now. <laughs> <laughs> Lovecraft, famous for his poems. Yeah, well, yeah, that's absolute poser. Yeah. Famous, famous for his poems and his xenophobia. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> right, cut out all of the context and just put that in the cast. I don't. I don't think there was enough context, to be honest, mate. I'm still very confused. That's as much context as you're going to get. <laughs> Take it and enjoy it. You know about very, very problematic works. I'm aware of that, yeah. Okay. But that's just life of context. But that, that, that's not that crazy a context, really. I think he just still doesn't understand <coughs> why you were being called Lovecraft. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, I mean... That's where I got lost. <laughs> Truly, the answer is, it's boss. Yeah, well, right. that's it. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, there's a thing, the confusing yeah. myth thing, and I'm not being from, from Essex. No, no, of course. I always think that Jay's from Essex. That's <laughs> yeah.
I went around the long way to try and get the Tetranodon, and then he just came on his own anyway. Oh. <laughs> right as I arrived at him, he just up and left and went to the fucking rocket. Oh man, that mate, that sounded really sexual. <laughs> came to get him, and then he just came on his own. <laughs> Is that like the ideal scenario for you? Like, I went to Shagger and she just drummed herself, so I didn't have to bother. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so you'll mock me when I talk about roofs, but it's wholesome content. When you said house roof, when you said house roof earlier, I instead of thinking about a house that has a roof, I thought about a flat that has loads of doctor houses layered on top of it. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you know Doctor House from the TV show House. Oh, Hugh, Hugh Laurie. No, he's Dr. House. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hugh Laurie was infamously in the terrible remake of The Borrowers. No, he wasn't. Wait, Hugh Laurie was in the original. Yeah, Stephen Fried was in the terrible remake. Good God. Wait, why is he bad. Fried? Why is he past dead? Well, go watch the remake of The Borrowers and you'll see. Wasn't he the dad in Stuart Little as well? Uh, Hugh Laurie. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Literally the only bit I remember from The Borrowers is when he sits down in a dog poop. <laughs> yes. When you say when he sits down in a dog poo, I should just clarify that's not Hugh Laurie who sits in a dog poo. No, it's no. actually Draco Malfoy oh, who it? plays that character. Oh. Yeah. There you go. 